How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a great little Tuesday. It's Rob and Souk. I'm Rob that Souk. You had to think about that one, didn't you? What? <laughs> the Tuesday thing. I know your name is Souk. <laughs> like, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I did have to think about that. Yeah, you yeah. caught me. Yeah, there was a little bit of a pause there. Ryan Buckley is over there to a lesser ex- degree. Hello, friend of Bruce Hornsby. I was looking at uh, Bruce Hornsby versus Steve Winwood mm-hmm. um, on the internet during the break. Could tell the tape sort of thing. Well, they are under. You know how the baseball reference or football reference does the um, yeah, similar similar players by yeah. career. They are lumped in with one another mm. in terms of similar artists. Yeah, along with John Cougar Mellencamp and Don Henley. Interesting. Now, okay. I I would not. I don't put John Cougar or John Mellencamp. By the way, why was he John Cougar versus, like, was that? Because I know it was John Cougar know. Mellencamp, and now he's just John Mellencamp. I've never read that. Did he just story. name himself Cougar? Did he insert, like, a badass middle name and is like, you're calling me Cougar now? I heard something about this, like, just the other day, and I swear it was, he thought that John Mellencamp, when he was an up-and-coming artist, was, Nobody like too, would, was too pedestrian, yeah. Yeah. and then he made it big. He's like, well, I, don't, I guess I don't need the Cougar in there anymore, and everyone's like, well, yeah, you do. You were John Cougar Mellencamp. You imagine going by Isaac Cougar Rop? You just throw in, you just well, yeah, throw they, in Cougar. So I guess they they thought his name was lame, and so they just called him John Cougar. Ryan Lion Buckley <laughs> just <laughs> randomly throws some badass animal in the middle of Jason it. Jason like, Viper Sakana. Yeah, this is how we're doing it. Deal with it. See, he is very different. Like Don Henley, though, I can see Don Henley, especially the solo Don Henley. You take away the Eagle stuff. 
you get like the heart of the matter, Don Henley. That mm-hmm. fits per Boys of Summer. That fits perfectly in with Winwood and, and Bruce Hornsby. Mm-hmm. Mellencamp, I, I, that's a. You don't think that fits? No, I don't think that fits at all. I think Mellencamp's more like a. That's would, the odd one out there for sure. That's like a Springsteen. Um, well, Springsteen was also on this list, but further I, down. Yeah, I guess that's different to me. That's 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 a bit different. Right. Power rank: Don Henley, John Mellencamp, Steve Winwood. Bruce Hornsby. This is tough because I, uh, now just my personal preference, because I, I love the boss, but if we're going personal preference, because I know the boss is greater than, but my personal, I would go Mellencamp 1, wow. Springsteen 2, Hornsby 3, and Winwood. I didn't say Springsteen. Oh, I thought you said Springsteen. I said Mellencamp, Winwood, Hornsby, oh, and Don um, Henley. Henley. Sorry. Mellencamp. Idiot. Uh, Don Henley, Hornsby. Winwood. Okay. Because Henley, I have to include the Eagle stuff. Cause... Well, Henley's my number one in that. Yeah. Don I Henley's... thought Don Henley solo was really good. He is. His album that he put out a number, it was, it was, it's been probably four or five years now, but he put out a solo album of, I mean, it's, he's obviously older and mature now, but it is a phenomenal album. There's one called Cost of Living. He's still writing good stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Um, uh, Henley one, yeah. <laughs> Old what's his nuts Henley, boy two is tough. It's between Mellencamp and Hornsby. Yeah, but we can all agree Winwood. No offense. I think I'm going Men- Winwood one. What? Yeah. Whoa. Friend Whoa. of Hornsby, you're going Steve Winwood one. Okay. Higher Love and Back in the High Life again are the two best songs of like any of those artists. I think. Whoa. Really? I uh, For me personally, it's a personal choice, but I oh. think those two songs are by far the strongest of any of those artists. Dennis Reynolds much, do you? Holy oh, cow. Maybe a little bit. I think I'm going to go Cougar, too. Yeah. he's. I love John Mellencamp. But that's close. You know, one of my favorite parts about Mellencamp, too, is he's a miserable old bastard, and he knows it, and he talks about it all the time. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he'll be like, dude, you should not be in a relationship with me. I am a horrible, horrible human being to be with. Now he just like hangs out and smokes and paints. Love him. All right, now we got to get to the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The hot five at five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Now we're being chastised. The Winwood lovers yeah. are coming. Yeah, out of they're the very. No one's saying that Steve Winwood isn't yeah. greatness, but when you don't yeah. put him one, yeah, people are yeah. very angry. They're coming out of the Winwood. So- sorry, <laughs> they're coming out of the Winwood. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's subjective. Yeah, it's just my opinion. Yeah. I. I'll I'm be an idiot. I don't, I don't care. listen to a lot of Steve Winwood. We I've all got... get to have opinions. Jesus. You guys are entitled to yours too. Yeah, we're the hosts. Now I'm looking up the very best of Steve Winwood. Third baseman Scott Rowland and first baseman Fred McGriff have been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And Fred was uh, voted in earlier by the old-timer committee, or the new era committee. So Rowland's the only one on still on the, the regular ballot that got, to, that got in, which that just blows my mind. I just do not think of Scott Rowland as a Hall of Famer. He made it by just five votes. Falling short were Todd Helton at 72%, Billy Wagner 68%, Andrew Jones 58%, and then the Steroid Boys, A-Rod and Man Ram. 
way down there at 35 and 33 percent. Not happening, Number boys. Four. Not happening. Except for Big Poppy, happened for him. That was fun. I know. And Mike Piazza, <laughs> Jeff Bagwell. <laughs> we get very picky and choosy about what steroid guys we're willing to overlook. Pudge. Mike Clevenger signed with the White Sox this offseason. Now he is under investigation by Major League Baseball for violating its domestic violence policy. He is a 32-year-old pitcher. He is accused by one of his two baby mamas of throwing chew spit on one of his kids mm. and strangling the woman. Yikes. That, uh, dude, that's all kinds of bad. And I hate to say it, but, like, <laughs> you know, if you're not aware of what Clevenger looks like, uh, I'm not trying to be. Ju- I'm not trying to be judgmental. But you're going to be judgmental. Uh, probably. Look, innocent until proven guilty. But Clevenger looks like, uh, you know, he looks like white trash. <laughs> like a dirt ball. <laughs> a little bit. Like so you, does Chris Sale. If you told me that someone was going to spit chew at his kid, and you showed me a picture of Clevenger, I'd be like, I can see that. Well, there's no one more white trash looking in baseball than Randy Johnson. Number three. Right. Yeah. Although now he's cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, once he lost the mullet, it helped yeah. things a little bit. But Clevenger has that. He's got that look. Packers are considering trading Aaron Rodgers, but only to a team in the AFC. This according to Shefty. Yeah, they don't want to have to play him. And supposedly the Jets are open to this and would be willing to pay the freight. And look, I'm all for Aaron Rodgers, but I guess they're asking for multiple first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers, who may or may not play, what, two more years? That's a pretty that's a pretty desperate grab if you're the Jets and you give up two ones to go get Aaron Rodgers but supposedly they're uh, they're the at least one of the teams willing to do it. Rodgers also saying he's willing to restructure his deal in order to return uh, to the Packers. Uh, Chargers eyeing Bills quarterbacks coach Joe Brady for their offensive coordinator position. Boy, that didn't, you know, Brady went from like the greatest thing in the world after the Joe Burr LSU thing to flaming out in Carolina and now trying to make another resurgence. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. I don't know if you really flame out, flame out if you're yeah, under man. Matt Rule <laughs> and you had no quarterback ever. <laughs> it is true. Remember, he was let go like in the middle of the year, though. It was still a weird thing because he was viewed as the like the greatest thing in coaching. And well, then but he... you have to have something to mold. You have to give the man clay. <laughs> you, you Not get, Sam Darnold. You give him Sam and P.J. Walker? Come on. Uh, Bill O'Brien returning to New England as offensive coordinator of the Patriots. He spent the last two seasons under Nick Saban at Alabama. It's the rehab that you get down in, in uh, By the way, Tuscaloosa. We called this Bill O'Brien to the Patriots, Cliff Kingsbury, new OC at Alabama. <laughs> you watch. Book it. You watch. ESPN's Diana Rossini reports Sean Payton, who has already met with the Broncos, Panthers, Texans, and Cardinals about their vacancies. She says there's a surprise team waiting in the wings watching everything that could make a move if they get their ducks in a row. Can you say Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly the, the Bronco thing is all but done. Colin said today his sources are saying that the Broncos are all ready to go and it's just a matter of whether Peyton signs off on it, but he's got cold feet because of Russell Wilson. Yeah. No draft capital. Uh, and, by the way, you still have to trade for Sean Payton, so it would be less draft capital. And if you don't think that Russell Wilson is fixable, that is a bad job, period, if you don't think you can turn him around. So supposedly that's the hang-up with with him and uh, and Denver. But the Broncos want him. That's the key. Yes. We'll see if he he goes there. Um, 
Niners defensive lineman Charles Omenahu arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. His girlfriend called the authorities yesterday afternoon claiming he pushed her to the ground during an argument. He has posted bail. Uh, he had two sacks in the wildcard win over the Seahawks. He played 15 snaps last weekend against the Cowboys. He is a key part of their rotation on the defensive front. So uh, that's all we know at this point. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about whether or not they're going to play him. You know, it, I'm guessing if this was the SEC, you would do the, hey, 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 he will be punished appropriately next season. Let's, let's get through this and then, you know, games one and two and maybe a preseason game, we'll deal with it then. All right, we've got a lot of NFL stuff uh, that's piling up here. Why is DeMar Hamlin not showing his face? Is that because he died on the field? Is this the new conspiracy theory? Because of the COVID vaccine? The bo- the body doubles? Um, I wish that like that is just a, a dumb thing, but it's, oh, no, it's, real. it's floating out there. The viewership is in for Dallas-San uh, Francisco. It's wild, the numbers. And um, we got to tackle this, no pun intended, the Pollard-Mahomes injuries. A lot of people are wondering if that tackle should now be outlawed. Yeah, it's the new bugaboo in the NFL. Yeah. So we'll get to that as well. Our NFL 7 stuff is next on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right. Get some NFL stuff here. I'm going to need you to explain to me why DeMar Hamlin will not show his face. Well, he has. <laughs> no, he has not. Matt Milano posted a photo um, of DeMar when he first got to the Bills facility. And you can see his face. Now, people are, are saying... Why, when he was at the uh, the Bills game, why was he wearing a hood? 
indoors. But if you look at the Matt Milano post where you can see his face, he's indoors at the Bills facility and he's wearing two hoods. He's uh huh. So, so I mean, you got everything from some people are, are suggesting that maybe because of the medical emergency they had to cut his hair, uh, that he's clearly lost a bunch of weight because well, I don't know, he died twice and he may be a little self conscious about that. Or <laughs> He's really dead. Or he's really dead. And that's not him. No. And that and the, the NFL's covering it up and they have cloned him. Yes. Uh my favorite is that he he did die. He died of the the COVID shot. Yep. And that the, yep. the NFL who forced their players to take it. Thanks, Fauci. And Pfizer and everybody has now paid DeMar's family a billion dollars to go along with this. Uh-huh. And DeMar Hamlin is actually dead. Uh-huh. I swear to God, this is a real well, thing going around how else do you explain he didn't show his face? So I'm watching a compilation of uh, the vids <laughs> this, of him. This is, by the way, the Milano post. Uh, that's not real. <laughs> so uh, I'm, watching a, <laughs> I'm watching a compilation. Yeah. It's a minute and 27 in length of all of the times on the broadcast yes. for the Bills-Bengals game that they showed DeMar. It was, and not one time no. do you see his face. Well, it was 20 degrees, and he was wearing a, a big puffy coat. Um, it was very Michael Jackson-y. Yes, and he, he, did have a, uh, he did have a mask on, which, again, he is being monitored because, well, he died. So he clearly died. And he still needs this uh, isn't him. he There's still no needs way. oxygen, so it's possible that he is wearing a mask because he doesn't want to catch no. a, a cold because well you're an idiot. He's having serious medical problems because he died. And even when they brought him in, like you see the golf cart footage where he's yep. surrounded by like eight people so yep. that nobody can make Can't out what him. he looks like. Can't see him. <laughs> it's not him. And he doesn't have oxygen? What's that about? <laughs> I saw people saying that one. Yes. Well, he says. Well, need, he doesn't have permanent oxygen. He doesn't have permanent oxygen. He just says that he gets tired very quickly, and yeah. so like he he has supplemental oxygen. Yeah. And by the way, every one of the Bills players, including Josh Allen, say he was down in the locker room before the game so, talking to them. So basically, if you have a social media account with an American flag in the in it, <laughs> in your name or in your on your banner, your profile picture, you are asking the question today: What is really going on here? Well, you're asking the hard questions is what you're doing. Yeah, you are. Because no one can fool you. Although you're just doing the, I'm not saying, I'm just asking. Just asking. Just asking the question. What's really going on here? <laughs> I did find it interesting, though, because when the Milano pitcher, I do find it interesting that he will not be taking, a photo will not be taken of him not wearing a hood. And in the, the indoor one, he's wearing two. I've never seen the double hood. He's got like on one of those. Um, well, he's got a sweatshirt and a coat. Yeah, but in the in the Milano photo when he's just in the locker room, he's wearing a sweatshirt, like a hooded sweatshirt, but then he's got like one of those cold weather caps. Is it possible too that after you die and you're trying to recover from it, maybe your body, maybe you just run a little chilly? Is it possible that maybe you know the circulatory system takes nope. a while? Nope. You know why? Because that's the Illuminati sign that he's flashing. Oh, the double hood. It's too obvious. Yeah, I gotta start going double hood. No, I'm, his sign. You know, he he does the, the heart. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not a heart. That's the Illuminati sign. Well, I want to be part of a cabal. I want to be part of this. How do I get involved? Look, I'm ready for corruption, conspiracies, and lots of money. I'm going to start my own QAnon. I'm going to call it the Sukanon. i got to get on one of those chans, 8chan or 4chan. Or... Well, I think uh, you can go where one of the upper ones, maybe like 16 or 32 chan is available. Yeah. You imagine living your life and... <laughs> It'd be a lot more interesting, wouldn't it? It really would. I, I really think that there is a lot of truth to what you just said and that um, our day-to-day lives for a lot of people are uh, mundane at best. 
And it's the same thing. You wake up, yeah, man. You, you go to a crappy job, you know, nothing exciting happens in your life. And I can see where people fall down rabbit holes because this stuff makes it, it gives you something to be angry about. Gives you something to rage against. Gives you a, a reason why your life isn't where you want it to be because it's not your fault that you're not successful or happy. It's the Illuminati's fault. You're being controlled. And it just gives some, it, it's it's excitement. It, you know, it, it, it gives you something to hold on to. I totally get why people fall down those holes. It's just the amount and the depths. And when you see interviews with people that are so deep in the weeds, boy, it, it's a, it can be a bit spooky. All, all over an NFL... Like, and like an NFL player who's, who's yep. wearing hoods. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so everyone in the NFL, all 53 players, all the coaching staff, his family, all of that has all been bought off by by the big pharma, by Pfizer. They've got a lot of money. Well, with the NFL's money, yeah. I mean, you, you put the NFL money with the big pharma this? money? Yeah. How about this? How about you prove it didn't happen? <laughs> it's about, well, I mean... He's right there. You can't see his face, though. I can in the Matt Milano photo. That's not real. <laughs> That's doctored. You know what? And and this is the other one, why I get it. Because now, honestly, any photo you see, any video you see, you do. You can just throw down the, That's not real. Not real. That's deep fake. It's given them the ultimate out. That's not real. All right. Um, some more NFL 7 stuff next. Let's talk tackling. Here's Buck. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So two big injuries in the uh, divisional round. Of course, Patrick Mahomes and Cowboys running back Tony Pollard. And both were similar tackles. Yeah. Call and... it the, the slide tackle now where, you know, you're, you're, you get caught from behind, and instead of the horse collar, you get wrapped around the waist. But in order to keep them from from dragging you, you just kind of you go around the waist and then you fall down to the legs. And when you do that... You know, in both of these instances, that you just you fell on the guy's ankle as you went down, and and both resulted in in bad injuries. Pollard's way worse; he broke his leg and tore a bunch of ligaments. Uh, Mahomes got lucky with just a high ankle sprain. Yeah, so you basically uh, drop your body onto the back of their legs. Yeah, and they're calling this the new horse collar because you can no longer horse collar. Nope. Which was the the horse collar that became dangerous. Remember, To had this where if someone grabs you from behind and yanks you like that, you kind of get bent backwards, and 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 feet were getting like feet and ankles were getting busted because they get trapped underneath you. Any play from behind where you're getting drugged down, it's it's a dangerous play. Well, they're now wanting to maybe take a look at this. Well, I just type of tackle. I don't. See, so you can't you can't tackle anyone from the chest up anymore. Because if your helmet hits their helmet in any shape or form, you get 15 yards. 
you can't dive in at, at, at certainly a quarterback below the waist because you get flagged for that. You can't land on top of a quarterback anymore. You can't pick up any runner and, and drive him into the ground. So if you grab someone from behind and they're dragging you, you can't pick them up and slam them backwards. I, I don't know what, I don't know what, if you outlaw this, I honestly don't know how you're supposed to tackle anyone anymore, especially from behind. At that point, you're just saying if, if you grab someone from behind, they're going to drag you five to six yards. I, I, I just, yeah, I they, don't understand. Right. You would, you would certainly, if they did change this, you could be dragged. Yes. Because what you're trying to do by whipping your body around is get them down. Yes. You're, you're inadvertently falling on their legs. And if their leg happens to be, splayed out behind them that's when the injury occurs yes i don't know how i mean i guess it's possible i don't know you played dude i'll defer to you but i guess it seems to me it would be possible to avoid this type of tackle um but i also think well i don't know i guess i'll ask i think you could avoid this type of tackle On, on the surface i think you could you could not do this now i think you're right in that if you don't and you consciously avoid that type of tackle so as not to be flagged, you're probably giving up a few more yards. Well, yeah. So I, I would ask the question. So from behind, whether it's a quarterback or not, how would you like them to go about tackling someone? Well, I think, again, I think the only difference here is they're saying you can't you can't throw your – once you grab them by the waist, you mm-hmm. can't throw your body right behind them. Okay. But, again – if I'm if I grab you around the waist and I start to drag you to the ground and I am behind you, my body is going to fall on your legs. Plain and simple. The well, o- I guess that's where the that's o- where I was thinking that it you know you can avoid. The only way you could avoid this is by it, it, every time you tackled someone from behind, you would have to make sure that you were going forward and you fell on top of them. But if someone is pulling at you, that is quite difficult to do because you're not allowed to pick someone up and throw them backwards. Yeah, you have to sort of throw your weight <laughs> down, not around. And we're talking about split seconds split with seconds. the fastest humans in the yeah, world. It's exactly. just impossible to think you're going to be able to like mentally navigate this any more than they're already trying. Yeah, I, I just, again, this is my issue with football. And I'm not one of these knuckle draggers that wants to bring football back to 1952. I'm just, I'm not. I'm... All for trying to protect players, but you are trying to make an inherently violent game safe, and that is impossible to do. And I understand that we had two injuries in back-to-back you know, games, and so it looks bad, and one of them was horrific. But if every time someone gets hurt, now we're going to make a new way to not tackle someone, then I, I don't know what the hell to do, especially against quarterbacks. Like, I, I just already... Like you see it where where guys are going to tackle tackle guys and they hesitate because you don't know how to tackle them anymore. You certainly see it with quarterbacks in the pocket where quarterbacks are able to scramble and get extra yards or get out of things because guys don't want to get fifteen yard penalties. So at, at some point, you just have to be allowed to tackle someone. And none of these injuries are meant to be. None of these plays are, are dirty plays. No one's trying to hurt anyone. You're just trying to get a guy on the ground and from behind. I don't know a, a real better technique that you can have than this because if you if you say that you can't do this, then the other option is basically to dive on the back of their legs, right? If I'm coming at you from behind, is and I and I need to tackle you, I am now just going to dive on the back of your so legs, tripping them. And as a player, I can't think of anything worse than someone diving on the back of my legs. 
you just so no i think just what i'm picturing is if you if i'm going to grab you from the waist from behind uh, my legs are not i'm just not going to it would be now illegal to throw my body weight down and slide down around to the side yeah like and try to drag them down that way but this would be my argument so if that's the case and i can no longer tackle you that way from behind i am never going to come up from behind and wrap my arms around your waist because i can't you ever, well, you didn't. You ever wrestled, or you know, you you tried to grab someone around the waist. If you're not allowed to pick them up and you're not allowed to slide down, I don't know how you're going to bring someone down. So, the only way to tackle someone from behind at that point, honestly, unless all my momentum is just going forward and I can tackle someone moving forward, is you're just going to have people now just diving at the back of legs. And guess what's going to happen? Now we're going to sit there and be like, well, we can't have guys diving at the back of people's legs. That's how cut blocks happen from behind, and guys blow out knees and ankles. Other than to say well, you can't tackle someone from behind anymore, and I, unless you, you now we're going to say you can only trip them from behind. You have to reach out and grab a foot. I, I don't know what you do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that oftentimes, I, I think that the, the, a bad answer to this is saying, well, where does it end? That's not, a, not an argument. Let's look at this specific thing. Yeah, and I and I and am, sometimes I, when you when you have well you had the horse collar yep. and you've had all the uh, changes to the how you can hit a quarterback. Yep. Everybody griped and griped and griped about all of that. But and while the, it does lead to a, an occasional oh my god they're throwing a flag on that. Yep. For the most part, players have adjusted. Yeah. I mean, they're laying off of the quarterback when they don't drive him to the ground, and everybody's like, "Well, what's going to happen?" Well, nothing has happened. Basically, players adjusted. Yeah. So all so this argument of, "Well, where does it end?" and you can't. I mean, it's happened before, and just because we've had several of these doesn't mean we can't have another one that still won't impact the game too much. You know that that would be so. But on the flip side of that, what you're saying, I, I tend to agree with. Like it'd be this one's a hard one because. It is like Buck said, split second, and you really do need your body weight to drag them down. Yep. You can't just do it with your arms and leaving your legs dangling behind you. So, uh, so this is a tough one. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're dirty hits, but I do think they are causing injury, and it is a style that I could see being looked at. Oh. I, I just don't know if a hundred percent if they, the NFL can look at look at anything because you have two fairly significant players. Yeah, they're going to look at it, but I, I just don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, I I just was I, the horse collar a tough one when it happened when they changed that? Not really, because again, the horse collar is is pretty simple in that you're still allowed to drag a guy down from behind. You just can't reach into his neck because when you when you do that, it's that instantaneous. You're bending him backwards. Yeah. And your your legs but you can grab his hair. Your yeah, your legs kind of get buckled. Not many guys have that, but they they get buckled under. You can still reach up and, and and grab someone, but it's not that sudden burst. But if you can't horse tackle and you can't slide down someone's body, I just and you can't pick someone up to slam them. I just don't know how you can tackle someone other than diving at their legs, and that's going to be even more problematic. If we now imagine if when a quarterback is scrambling or a running back, we're now telling all the defenders as they're running at him, just aim for his aim for his knees, the back of his knees, and launch your body at it. Like that, that's not going to be a that's mm-hmm. not going to be a recipe for for happy players either. Or it would just be if you're going to wrap a guy up, you can't fall on his legs. Yeah. But then again, so it's pretty it, simple. Now that 
but that's one thing if I'm if I'm wrapping up Patrick Mahomes, it's another thing if I'm wrapping up Derrick Henry. So now yeah. I got Derrick Henry around the waist, and you're now saying that I can't slide down to his legs, and so now you're asking me to stop the forward momentum without picking him up. Yeah. Derrick Henry. You basically gotta slide down to his ankle and just and hold on and, and hold on for dear life. Like a cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's big, strong guys there, and they're not that easy to get to the ground. And I think yeah, we've I already that. made it really, really hard to tackle in this league. And I just think at some point, at least in my mind, the game is as safe as we can make it. And if well, you're going to play this game, there's going to be injuries that occur, and eventually we have to accept that and and move on. Well, let's take a look at the real problem here, and that is that these injuries are a result of the vaccine mandates. <laughs> yes! Brittle ankles and uh, and whatnot, simply based on the uh, the Pfizer shots, not the Moderna one. The Moderna one's fine. It's those damn people at Pfizer. It's their fault. Don't even get me started on Johnson and Johnson. All right, we wrap up NFL seven stuff next on the fan. I was just watching that Mahomes play again, and I just wanted to you know go back and refresh it. <clears throat> and the weird thing about that is, I could make the case that that injury occurred because of the way we protect quarterbacks because mm-hmm. I think it was key that came around and there was a defensive tackle in front that kind of hit him at the same time right as he was throwing and the defensive end launches himself to kind of try to grab Pat- Patrick Mahomes and the defensive tackle is right in front of him so Mahomes doesn't really have a place to go because he can't fall forward because the, the defense line is kind of propping him up and you can see key wrap his arms around Mahomes and as soon as he realizes that Mahomes doesn't have the ball he lets go of him with his arms like, he lets go of him, and his body just kind of falls limp. And you could tell in that moment, if you watch that thing, you can tell he has the thought of, dude, I'm not touching him. Yeah, my arms were around him, but he kind of jumped at him to try to get the ball, and he realized that he's up high on him, and he instantly just lets his arms go, and he falls straight down. And when he falls down, because the defensive lineman is propping Patrick up, his leg kind of braces, and that's how he falls on it. Yeah, I see that here. Again, I just don't know what you want defenders to do because if he stays wrapped up around Mahomes' shoulder and falls on top of him, that's a penalty for falling on top of Patrick Mahomes. So he does everything he can to let go of him and be like, nope, I'm not going to hit him. I'm not going to take him to the ground. I'm not dragging him down, nothing. He just takes his arms off of him. But because he was airborne, he falls down and he lands on his leg. I, I just don't know how you could possibly fault the other thing on that... Or penalize the, the, the player for Jacksonville. I'm looking at the replay as well. The other thing on that is Mahomes' leg was pretty far behind him. Yeah, because... Like he the, was way back there. Yeah, because the D lineman in front is kind of dragging him down, and Mahomes yeah. braces himself because he feels himself getting pulled. It, so, was, it was like this Malachi crunch. So Key is the guy who falls on the leg and injures the leg? Yes. He fell kind of way behind Mahomes' butt. Yeah. like it Almost like... To your point, like if they flagged that and went and looked at it, they would. Well, that's another thing. It's like, how do you review, you know, the review and all that? Mm-hmm. But um, if you were just looking at that, you would go, well, he fell way far enough behind him to not fall on his legs. Yeah. And he still fell on his leg. Yeah. Which is a problem. Yeah. Arden Key did everything he could there to be like, I'm not touching him. And he still ended up, you know, mashing his leg because when you have 200 and, you know, 60-pound defensive ends coming around and launching to try to get to the quarterback before he throws. You know, it's it's a 
Now, it's the, a it's Pollard, a collision sport. The Pollard one, have you rewatched the that one? The Pollard one is more of I th- that's more of a problematic because yeah, Pollard, that's more the quintessential yeah. case of what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, cuz Pollard is driving forward and to get his momentum to stop, he clearly slides down his legs to wrap yeah. up he falls right behind his butt. Yes, because he's trying to wrap up his legs. Because yeah. when you're tackling a, a big ass, powerful running back, it's really hard to bring someone down by the waist. Yeah, that one is more, you know, that that would be more along the the, the problematic way of, of doing it. But again, I just go back to it from a, a a defender standpoint. I just don't know how you want me to bring down 230 pound racehorses. It's really, you know, and. You know, you get a guy that was Jimmy Ward, and you know Ward weighs, you know, you know, 195 to 200 pounds in a split second. You're just that's that's not an easy task. See how many viewers the Cowboys Niners game got? Uh, I believe the official total is a butt ton, 45.7 million. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which they said is the second highest ever for a playoff game, not named a Super Bowl. What was number one? You know, I meant to look that up, and I and I didn't. I can find that for you. Okay, I'll get it. Because I we knew that thing was gonna, and it didn't end up being necessarily a great game, but it was a close game. And you knew with with all the storylines and those two franchises, you knew that thing was gonna be bananas. And by the way, Cincinnati and uh, and Kansas City. By the way, and San Francisco and Philly, these are going to do monster numbers. Oh, I don't know yeah. if they'll get, you know, It's this. a great Final Four. You're going to get forty million plus in both of these. You these, seen these point spreads moving? You, well, originally it came out um, uh, in the the Cincinnati uh, Kansas City game. Cincinnati or Kansas City was the favorite. I think it started out at one and a half or two, and now Cincinnati has moved all the way to the favorite. Cincinnati is a two and a half point favorite. So I think that came out of depending on the book you look. Yeah. I think that came out at two two and a half in favor of Kansas City. In favor of Kansas City. So we've in some books we've had a three to four point swing. Yep. Yesterday during our show, it was uh, Bengals by one. Yeah, I think it's largely due to Mahomes' injury. Yeah, but uh, and then the other one, Philly opened uh, two. Well, it's now two and a half. Eagles at two and a half. Mm. See, and that that I can see. I mean, San Francisco is really good, but if if you look at these two rosters, I don't know where you want to start. Like saying advantages, elite offensive lines, right? Pro- Trent Williams is the best offensive lineman in football. You have two all-pro tackles. You have the best right tackle in football in, in Philadelphia. You have elite guards, right? You've got, uh, you look at the receiving core with Ayuk and Samuel, phenomenal. Last time I checked, A.J. Brown and uh, the Slim Reaper, pretty good. Edge to the running back in San Francisco, but it's not as if Sanders is, is chop liver there. We can talk about Bosa in, in that uh, defensive line for San Francisco and Armstead. Philadelphia... Hassan Reddick has had arguably the best season of any defensive lineman in the NFL. And Fletcher Cox and those guys. Philly, I think, has the best secondary in the NFL. I mean, there is just, you can go through step by step, player by player. And the one thing, well, there's two of them, where I think if if you're just saying, what's the advantage here? One, it's in Philly. And two, no offense to Brock Purdy, but Jalen Hurts, before he got hurt, was the MVP of this league. So if all things are being equal, and I'd say Shanahan coaching advantage, but it's not like Sirianni has, has been chopped liver there. Again, they were the number one seed for a reason. But if you're looking at, 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 at a, a very slight margin, don't you have to say home field and Brock Purdy versus arguably the, the MVP? Isn't that, that has to be worth a couple points for Philadelphia. They have yeah. to be the right side of this game. 
Uh, did you see what Sirianni had to eat while watching the oh, uh, yeah. the the Sunday games? <laughs> People aren't happy about this in Philadelphia. <laughs> They're very angry. So he has said he has mentioned two pizzas the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, one he said they were watching film or something a couple weeks ago, and he said they ordered uh, Pizza Hut deep uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, what do you call it? The stuffed crust. The stuffed crust. And everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> well, now he said that uh, they asked him what he was eating to watch the Sunday games since they rolled the Giants on Saturday. Yeah. And he said Little Caesars. <sighs> he went Little Caesars, LCs, baby. Caesars. Hot and ready. Five bucks. Let's go. You're it's the, a good deal. You're the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> in a city like Philadelphia. Let's go. And you're getting Little Caesars? Yeah. How about that? He's taking a lot of heat for it. Yeah. As he probably should. I mean, are there not 20 Philly pizza joints like just sending their pizzas to the facilities now? I would be. Right. Yeah, right? To try to get him to, to shout you yeah. out? Yeah. Now, I don't know anyone that's like this, but is it possible that there are psychos out there that you could you could bring, like, I don't know what our best pizza here is in Portland, right? I, I tend to go at Pizza Shoals would be my favorite, but, you know, whatever. Whatever your favorite pizza is. I bring someone, because we have to know this person. You bring them your favorite pie in Portland, and they look at you and go, meh, I want Domino's. There has to be those psychos out there that prefer... Just butt butt crap pizza, and they don't they don't they're like I'm not spending well, thirty dollars on a pie. That's, that's ridiculous. Like your brother, it's yes. just it's all he knows. Yes, and so it's not really even their fault. Yes, you I know? had a roommate in San Francisco. I lived in Little Italy. It's like some of the greatest food in San Francisco. Oh, you yeah. have pizza and sandwiches everywhere, and they're all phenomenal. And this roommate from Florida did not have a car, and he would walk like a mile and a half to go get Subway or Domino's. And there were like <laughs> Italian cafes and pizzerias like below our apartment building that were fantastic too expensive for him i don't even think that was it it's like it was just it was kind of more of the what he knew what he was used to like yeah i can get the the footlong bmt and be happy and it's like or you could get the prosciutto and focaccia but you know i guess that's your 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 issue yeah when we went to i took my kids to san francisco a number of years ago and, and lynch who's a big foodie said you have to try and i forget the name of it but supposedly one of the best pizzas in in the world is in san francisco this is italian joint it's tony's pizzeria napolitana and he won the margarita pizza making contest yes. in naples italy yeah. and he's the first american ever to win it it's Whoa. and it's, i live directly above him i shared a basement with him with tony Again, with with the restaurant the bu- the bu- connections are incredible it's bruce hornsby yes tony, tony from tony's pizza tony Gimignani. and you 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 can't get a table there but they will sell you a slice there's like a to go little counter there and so i was like well we got to go right so we go and the person in front of us is is there and it was some broy dude or whatever and they were talking the same thing we were all in line like oh my god like we're trying this bunch of tourists or whatever this dude trashed that pizza and i i would it it scared me because i was behind him in line and i was like what is happening that was as good a slice of pizza as i've ever had it was amazing but to the bro in front of me he just crapped all over that thing i can't believe we waited in line for this what a, and he was just telling anyone that would listen that that place was garbage and i'm sure that guy in his mind he's like whatever i'd I don't have to wait in line at Pizza Hut. Different people like different styles. If you don't like that thin Italian style, it might not be for you, but I think it's delicious. Well, Sirianni likes Little Caesars. Did you mention Domino's? I think you did a minute ago. Yeah. I can't believe Domino's is still in business. <laughs> what vile pizza? Well, have you... Like, if I'm going crappy pizza, Little Caesars all day over Domino's. Really? Yes. No. All day. 
I can't remember the last time I had either. Well, yeah, fair. But I'm just saying. I like, guess I wouldn't know how to compare look, them. If you point. had a Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Little Caesars all right next to each other and you had to pick one, I'm going Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, Domino's in that order. Wow. Maybe Pizza Hut over Little Caesars. Domino's is last. I think Domino's is probably last. No, Little Caesars for me is bottom of the it's barrel. It's pretty much cardboard. I mean, it is awful. But it's $5 and it's ready. <laughs> it is. I would go with like a Papa John's or like a, you know, forget the racism. Go with Papa John's or like a Pizza Hut. That's, but there's even local Pizza ones Hut? like, but like around me, like there's like Champ's Pizza and like Round Table. They're, they're, they're yeah, but see, now you're getting into it. I'm talking about just the, 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 the big, big brand. Chain. Yeah. Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Uh, Cowboys Niners drew a 45.7, second most watched NFL divisional playoff game on record, with the first being Cowboys Packers January 2017. Packers beat them 34 31. It drew 48.5 million oh viewers. Oh, my God. Almost 50 million people. Yep. The NFL, and by the way, I saw the 2022 TV ratings came out. 84 of the top 100 shows football games were football games. Well, the Niners-Cowboys game was... NFL games, by the way, not college. 84 yeah. of the top 100 shows were NFL games. Niners-Cowboys was the most watched telecast of any kind since the Super Bowl from last year. Yeah. And uh, if you want a comparison, how much of the game matters and the teams matter, Eagles-Giants, 28.6. Yeah. And which is still high. Yeah. But, but it, no, that's not great. And it was over in six seconds. Actually, that is great. But it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, just, it's still high, but it's very different than yeah. 45.7. Uh, if these are good games this week and, and they are, go into the fourth quarter, these will do monster numbers because these are very, very, well, these are sexy games. You couldn't ask for a better, better Final Four. No. And by the way, I, I someone has called me out, and this is correct because I'm making fun of like garbage ass pizza. I do live in the beer mecca of the world, like craft brew. And I, I drink Coors and Rainier, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, so we all have that about... Touche. Don't we all have that about some things? Right. You know what I'm like that about? Cigars. Yeah. I love cigars, yeah. but I don't... Yeah, the, some $40 uh, yeah, stick man. thing. I just... Give me a little $10 yeah. easy light yeah. smoke and I'm fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Versus some of the people... Whereas like, some guys like, why are you smoking that? Yeah, they'll think you're smoking just right. like, so like a trash fire yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like a twenty dollar, thirty, forty dollar cigar. I'm not, like, and then, really? And then I, it, it always makes me feel uh, lesser than when some big cigar connoisseur is like, "Oh, what are you smoking?" Like, ah, dude, look, let's not start this now because I don't know what I'm doing yeah. and I don't really care. Yeah, I just this is this works. Uh, this for is me. just it's from the pro shop. Dude. This, this, I, I don't know. <laughs> I asked the guy for an eight dollar <laughs> something under ten bucks. This uh, is what he gave me. It's I, fine. I, I recognize the name. It sounded like a nut, like Macanudo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there is there is a bar I go to a lot, and the bartender hates me because they have Rainier on tap, and that is what I order. And they have like seventy five taps, and he hates my very existence. Because you order that? Because I order a Rainier, and he gets he just you could tell every time. Wow, stuffy much? He is. You, he just wants to throw the beer in, and I have to watch him. I'm afraid he's going to spit in it. Well, he's working at a bar with Rainier. How about go somewhere that doesn't have it? Exactly. You don't want to serve it. Yeah. What do you want from me? It's exactly. on tap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Hey, I heard something today, guys. This is going to blow your mind. Hello? Both of you, I'm talking to you. I'm ready. I'm ready for my mind guys, to be blown. Guys. Buck's ready to be blown. Yeah. No, my mind's <laughs> to be blown. Are you exactly. not ready? He, he's ready. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's go. No, this is. I. How am I going to tease this? <laughs> 
I'm not going to give it away, but there is someone who is engaged. And when I saw who they were engaged to, mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe One it. One of those. It's a Lyle Lovett situation, isn't it? I wonder if you guys have seen this. Because it is a sports thing. And I have a question about the, the mind being blown on the engagement because it's always blown one way, and I, I want to know if it ever goes the other. Wait, what? Well, we'll talk about it. Because I, 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 I get probably where you're going with this, and, and I just would – I've got a question about right. the nature of the, let's say, confusing engagement. All right. Uh, well, we've got a lot to get to. The club is next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.